<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Monday, August 24th. It's the last week of Gaming Ride Home, and I apologize if that news has caught you off guard. I would recommend listening to the beginning of the Friday, August 21st episode for more details there, but I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Gotham Knights is officially a game, and developer WB Montreal showed a detailed trailer and lots of gameplay. We learned a whole lot more about Rocksteady's Suicide Squad game and Marvel's Thor appears to be making his way to Fortnite. Gotham Knights is the next game from the developer behind Batman Arkham Origins, and Batman isn't in it. DC held its massive DC FanDome event this weekend where they shared all kinds of panels and trailers for DC-related stuff. They talked about Wonder Woman 1984, which looks cool, and the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which, look, you know, I am ecstatic for you if you're excited about that. I don't think making that movie longer is going to make it any better, but, you know, that has nothing to do with video games. They also showed a trailer for the Robert Pattinson, Matt Reeves Batman movie, which I thought looked pretty great. I'm excited for that. But the most exciting news for me was learning about what WB Montreal was working on and learning a lot more about Rocksteady's Suicide Squad game. So finally, officially, WB Montreal revealed it is working on a game called Gotham Knights. The trailer for the game opened with a newscast revealing that Bruce Wayne is dead, and then it cut to a video Batman had recorded in case of his death and what needed to be done in his absence. And then we got to see Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin basically stepping it up to be the new protectors of Gotham. From there, it looked a lot like a Batman Arkham game, which I am saying as a compliment. Each of the four heroes appears to have a distinct set of abilities and are able to drive bat cycles around Gotham. Batgirl seems perhaps the closest to playing as Batman, as we know him in the Arkham games, a brawler who uses a zip line to move around. Nightwing was playable on a few occasions in the Batman Arkham games, and he looks similar here. He uses batons as weapons. Red Hood, who is sometimes a bad guy but seems to be a a good guy in this instance uses guns. He is former Robin Jason Todd, who was resurrected and is now, you know, very angry in general. And finally, we saw Robin, the Tim Drake version of Robin, who appears to use a lot of tech and gadgets. I was certain we were looking at Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's biological son, during the trailer, who is Robin in the current comic book canon. But after the fact, it was made pretty clear that this is Tim Drake. The trailer ended with a tease we have been expecting for a long time with the Court of Owls taking center stage. We saw familiar locations from the Court of Owls comics, people wearing Court of Owls masks, and hundreds of coffins that store the immortal superhumans that the Court of Owls tends to use to do its dirty work. After the trailer premiered, they showed about seven minutes of gameplay. The gameplay footage 
took place about a dozen hours into the game and focused on a part of the story revolving around Mr. Freeze. We saw Batgirl wearing a different costume than what was shown in the trailer, riding around the city, zipping up to rooftops and attacking enemies from above. Robin joined her, similarly, wearing a different outfit than the one seen in the trailer, and they made their way into Mr. Freeze's fort, I guess you could say, where he had this crazy weather machine going. Multiple approaches to taking out enemies were shown. Batgirl was more of a brawler, uninterested in a stealthy approach, but Robin was shown sneaking up on enemies. Alfred called the duo to give them advice, and we also saw Robin and Batgirl team up for a single attack. It culminated with a boss fight confrontation against Mr. Freeze, but before too much progress could be made against him, the video came to a close. The game is going to be an up-to-two-player co-op game, and will apparently have lots of leveling up options over the course of the game, and enemies will level up with you. The implication is, you know, you can tackle things in just about any order as a result. If you're level 5 when you fight Freeze, he's level 5, but if you're level 15, then he is level 15, and that changes things. Afterward, host Zachary Levi, Shazam himself, asked WB Montreal a few questions, They didn't offer a whole lot of additional information. They did say the mystery is bigger than the Court of Owls, though. And later, it was also confirmed that the game is separate from the Arkham universe. It's a standalone new Batman universe. The game is planned for next year. I love the narrative conceit of Batman being dead. I hope they lean into that, and it's not just a big endgame twist that he's been alive the whole time. I like the idea of that crew of four trying to figure out how to protect Gotham without Batman. I think that's really cool. I also love the look of riding the bat cycle through the city and how, at least at at this point, it, it does look close to Arkham gameplay. There are a handful of things that make me a little nervous. The co-op, the leveling, and the different outfits the heroes were wearing. Elements like that make me worry they are really approaching this as a games as service game. Taking inspiration from Destiny, which is something I I personally do not want. I hope the co-op is optional. I hope the main rewards aren't piles of new equipment. And I hope the idea of enemies leveling up with you isn't to encourage you to replay the same scenarios over and over. I just want a good Batman video game story with a beginning, middle, and end. Now, with that being said, though, I cannot wait to check it out. I want to play as Batgirl and maybe Robin. Those will definitely be my mains. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is about the Suicide Squad trying to kill the Justice League. The other big video game news from DC Fandom was learning a lot more about Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League from Rocksteady Games, the developer of Arkham Asylum City at Night. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is officially its title, And the game is about the Suicide Squad trying to kill the Justice League. The trailer for the game opened up on a decimated metropolis. There was a weird glowing giant purple skull ship in the distance. And it cuts to Harley Quinn on a rooftop goofing off and making jokes in response to just the general radio chatter. Then the rest of the Suicide Squad was revealed. Along with Harley Quinn, this game will also feature Captain Boomerang with a pretty intense Australian accent, Deadshot, and King Shark. They had some comedic banter, making fun of Deadshot for claiming he never misses, while King Shark absentmindedly popped Green Lantern and Batman balloons, which is 
interesting to me because there have been side quests about popping balloons in the past Arkham games. And then Amanda Waller came on the line telling them they had to get to work or she would blow them up. It was all pre-rendered, but the next part of the trailer gave a pretty good idea of what to expect in terms of gameplay. Harley Quinn zipped around using some kind of hookshot zipline thing and used her bat mainly to attack these weird purple enemies. King Shark looked slow but carried a big machine gun. Deadshot had a jetpack, did a lot of shooting, and Captain Boomerang had some kind of quick teleporting ability while he was also throwing out boomerangs and other weapons. And all of this happened while Outcasts, B.O.B., Bombs Over Baghdad played on top of it. After finishing off the group, they quipped that what they did probably will knock a few years off their sentence, and then Harley remembered that there was an alpha target they needed to pursue, and that's when Superman showed up with his classic yellow belt and red underwear look. At first, it seemed like he saved a helicopter pilot from a crash, but then his eyes started glowing purple, and he killed the pilot prompting the Suicide Squad to realize they are meant to kill the Justice League. The trailer ended with Superman not really reacting to getting hit in the head with some kind of pipe that I guess King Shark threw, and it revealed a 2022 release window for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC. After that trailer, host Will Arnett revealed a few more details about the game with the voice cast from Suicide Squad, who were in character, Harley Quinn specifically referenced getting excited about killing Batman, and Captain Boomerang mentioned The Flash. After that, game director Sefton Hill showed up. There was this whole silly conceit that Will Arnett was being transported around to do his hosting duties, and Hill had a joke that they had just shipped him a green screen, which I thought was a pretty good joke. But he answered a few more questions. The game does take place in the Arkham chronology, so it is technically a sequel to Batman Arkham Knight. It's going to be a lot different, but narratively, it is moving the plot forward. They decided to do a Suicide Squad game because they consider their games character-driven, and the Suicide Squad highlights one of the things DC has always been particularly good at, villains. They appreciated how flawed they were. It also gave them the opportunity to create an interesting, impossible scenario, which is, of course, hunting down the Justice League. The gameplay will be a hybrid of hero empowerment action and gunplay, which is definitely unique for Rocksteady. Batman does not use guns. The game will offer up to four-player co-op, but will totally be playable single-player. If you're playing alone, the AI will handle your other members, and you will apparently be able to swap between them seamlessly. You can also go back and forth between single and multiplayer over the course of the game. It is also an open world, that world being Metropolis. The 2022 release window really surprised me. Batman Arkham Knight released in 2015. They lent it a lot of support post-release, but I think it's pretty safe to assume they have been working on it at some capacity since that game released, since Arkham Knight released. A Suicide Squad game was also teased as early as 2013, where there was something at the end of Batman Arkham Origins. So, to learn it is nearly two years away surprised me. I'm not really disappointed, honestly. I'm happy to wait. Just surprised. I would have assumed it would be closer. I have similar feelings about this game as I do to Gotham Knights. I love the idea of continuing the Arkham story. I like the angle of playing as these characters I'm not super familiar with to hunt down the Justice League. 
but the co-op angle I'm a little nervous about. I like exploring and solving puzzles, especially in Arkham games, and that kind of gameplay isn't super conducive to co-op, so I imagine that will be scaled back. I also worry that this game is taking a games-as-service approach, which, like I said previously, I really don't want. Maybe I am being a pessimist about both of these games, but I hope they have really concrete narrative beginning middles and ends. Putting those fears aside, I really liked what was shown, and I am really looking forward to checking them out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. More Marvel stuff is coming to Fortnite. On the other side of the comic book video game spectrum, Fortnite teased a future continued Marvel collaboration. The official Fortnite Twitter account shared a tweet that had an emoji of a hammer, a lightning bolt, and a rainbow, along with this slightly moving image of the Fortnite logo and what appears to be a version of Thor hiding in the font. This wouldn't be Marvel's first Fortnite collaboration, and I'm sure it won't be their last, but whatever it is, it starts August 27th. That's it for gaming news today, or more accurately, this weekend. It was all Batman video games, which unsurprisingly made me want to play a Batman video game. So I downloaded Batman Arkham City for my Xbox One and played through about the first hour. Arkham Asylum and Knight are definitely my favorites and the ones I played the most. And as much as I really enjoyed Arkham City and Origins, I basically played them each through once when they released and I moved on. So I figured now was as good a time as any to revisit at least City. All those games have great openings, and City is no exception. I really love the idea of having to start as Bruce Wayne and deal with people who only know you as the local billionaire, you know, suddenly start punching people in a way that really should have felt familiar to anyone who had ever been punched by Batman. But if you ever start thinking about the whole concept of Batman, it really falls apart really fast, so... It's important not to think about it too much and just take in the world, which is exactly what I did. It was super fun revisiting it, and I look forward to playing more. This is, of course, the final week of Gaming Ride Home, but I am still accepting your corrections and general feedback. I got a lot of it 
over the weekend and it was really heartwarming and amazing and I, I really cannot thank you enough for your tweets, DMs, and emails. I still want to share a bunch of those here on the show, but it was a little <laughs> overwhelming to potentially do that today, so I will, I will hold off for now, but I do still want to hear from you. You can send tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home. I'll see them both. Or you can send an email to Kyle at ridehome.info. And the show is still accepting reviews on all the platforms where reviews are being accepted. The show will still be online, even if it won't be updating with new episodes after this week. So your feedback there can serve as a, a nice message board of sorts for the show when it when it was live, which I think would be cool. You can find me on Twitch. My name is Kyle Impersonator on there, where I've been playing Halo Combat Evolved lately, but I will start something new soon. You can also find me on the MinMax show for more long-form video game discussions. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Four more times I will talk to you about video games on this platform. I'm looking forward to it. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.